I'm Bobby Navio. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back, everybody, to the couch. Um, yep. What episode is this? this 48. Is 48. <laughs> 84, Bobby. 84. Episode, episode 84. 84. <laughs> uh, My deluxe dyslexia. Yeah. Um, episode 48. We're doing the trailer to um, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery 2019. Pet Cemetery 2019. Last week was Hellboy 2019. Uh huh. And now we're Pet Cemetery. Yeah. 2019. We're on a streak of movies that couldn't come up with a new title for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. This movie comes out April 5th. This is just another one we're doing a little bit early. Yeah. Because uh, April's kind of packed, mm-hmm. and we want to talk about some. Uh, and we have things happening. Let's be honest. There are some really good movies and really bad movies that come out on the same day in April, and uh, we're getting some out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting some bad ones out of the way, yeah. so, so we can gush about high life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the champagne of beers. The champagne of beers. Which, I, yeah, I still I still need to just mock up that poster. I want to just, just take the high life poster and just add the champagne of beers to it, and I yeah. think, like, you know, we go viral. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got a pretty packed day today. We're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. After we're done recording, we're going to talk about your new script that you wrote. Yep. And then we're going to go see Climax. Today. Yeah, fucking A. Oh finally, God. finally opened up in Chicago. We're going to go see this monster of a movie. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be Somehow, cool. for some weird reason, if we lived in like Milwaukee or like weird parts of Indiana, we would have been able to see Climax a week ago. Like, <laughs> Really, I checked theaters in Indiana too, because I was just oh, like, it was like further, further out. Yeah. Like, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think there were a couple, because um, yeah, on the A twenty four website, they had a like just a theater finder thing. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, it would show you like, oh, here's the closest ones. And yeah, the closest was Milwaukee. You know, it was like eighty miles away. I'm like, why is, why is this? You know. <laughs> Argentinian Frenchman's artistic <laughs> dance movie in hell playing in Milwaukee before Chicago. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's just absurd. <laughs> um, but uh, but hey, you know what? Here we are. We're going to see it tonight. And, it's here uh, now. You know, the, the anticipation and the waiting is only going to make this even sweeter. Yes. So hopefully. Yes. You know, yeah. yeah. But I have high expectations. I have, <laughs> you know, I have not even remotely disliked any of this man's movies. So yeah. I, I don't expect to start now. Shrimp texted me this morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told him last night we <laughs> yeah. were going to see it today. And he was like, dude, I can't wait yeah, to hear yeah. what you guys think of it. He texted me this morning. We were talking. Nice. Um, he's like, I need to know what you think. Just let me know. I was like, I will, dude. <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, no worries. I, I'll get you. I'll get you. Um, all right, man. Let's let's jump into this trailer. Yeah. First of all, let's talk about the original Pet Cemetery for, real yeah. quick. Because uh, I saw it for the first time that's this past right. Halloween. Yeah, that's right. I'd never seen it before. Uh, and it was through the wonderful app of Shudder mm-hmm. that I was able to see this movie. Uh, they had a whole like Stephen King section up. Oh, for, nice. Like, a oh, couple yeah, weeks. yeah, that's right. So they put pretty much all the adaptions that had been made uh, uh, from his uh, his work. That's sweet. That's uh, a crazy roster of movies. Yeah. Like, if you like everything that's been adapted from Stephen King, like it's nuts. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. So I'd never seen it before and uh, I really dug it. Yeah, it's cre- I mean, creepy, mm-hmm. really creepy movie, um, but really, really good, too. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have a, a really good documentary on Shudder about the making of Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery. Oh, shit. Um, which is also a really good one. Uh, you know, if you're a writer, director or just a fan of like horror, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the movie is uh, directed by a female, Mary Lambert. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> and uh, I didn't know that there was just this, like, nobody wanted to make that movie at all whatsoever. Uh, and, like, she was just hardcore, like, uh, like we got to do this. We have to yeah. do this. We have to do this and stuff. And um, there was a time, a, like, a writer's strike was happening somewhere. And, like, the head of the studio uh was like in a meeting and was just like do we have anything that's ready to go right, right now <laughs> that, that kind of thing and i think I, I think the story is like she raised her hand or said something and like he looked over and was just like we are not fucking doing that movie like i'm we're, we're not doing it and she's like well it's the only thing that's ready to go and the script is amazing so we're doing it and that's literally the only reason this movie got made that's incredible and it was yeah. and, you know it was all because it was just like the one thing that was just set to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah writer strikes are responsible for a lot of absolute dog shit getting yes. made and also a lot of really good movies getting made. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's because it's, yeah, it's just like, whether it's great or terrible, if it was just kind of like sitting in the cooker mm-hmm. and then they're desperate for shit because they can't develop anything new. Yeah. You know, then they just go with it. So mm-hmm. I think uh, I think the uh, the second X-Files movie is a writer was strike a writer's movie? strike movie. Okay, okay. Um, which, yeah, good God. Is is an atrocity. Yeah, <laughs> it's really really bad. The first X Files movie I actually really love. That's it's excellent. Movie. It's a really good, really movie. good movie. Yeah, uh, the second one though is just has some really interesting ideas in it. Yeah, but is terrible. Yeah, uh, and you know first and foremost because they just decided like ah, Mulder and Scully fuck now, and it's like you know yeah this worked because of the tension. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, the whole point was that it and like. And on top of it, it was like, why, you know, this also this movie was like several years after the series had ended. It was like, now you're going to yeah, do this? Right, like, right. what the fuck? Anyway. No, yeah. So that's, you know, the the good and bad of writer strikes. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I've uh, I've really liked this movie for a long time. Same with my wife, Hannah. She's a big fan. She's a fanatic. Yeah. Uh, she's been watching it since she was a kid. Yeah. She's still, uh, she's always been weirded out about like um, stepping off of a bed. You know, or she never like lets her feet dangle off the side of a bed. It's like when she gets off the bed, she throws her legs down and then she moves. Because she always thinks about Gage underneath the bed with the scalpel fucking slashing your Achilles tendon. Right, right, right. And she was like, yeah, it still freaks me out. She's like, I can't like hang my leg off of a bed Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Because she's like, just in my head, I'm like, this little kid's going to come out with a scalpel and slice my ankle. (laughs) Do you have a movie like that where you have like a a thing you do in daily life that... Um, I don't know where this came from, but when I was younger, yeah, uh, I never slept on my back. Okay, I always slept on a side, side. or like uh, because for some reason I thought if I slept on my back, a bunch of spikes were going to come out of my bed and impale me. Interesting. Mortal combat. Don't know where the hell that. No, this is like I was like five. Interesting. Okay, yeah, this is like predates. Yeah, uh, that shit. <laughs> so I don't know where that came from, but hmm. I was always afraid to like sleep on my back when I was a kid. I like if I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I was on my back, I'd be like, oh shit, like yeah. roll over to my side. Yeah, yeah. Um, now that's just like I, you know, that's just how I'm comfortable sleeping, sleeping. now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the you know that weird phobia has disappeared. <coughs> I was always a side sleeper, so I'm always like big fan of just sleeping in like the fetal position. Mm-hmm. Just like my knees need to be like up on my chin. Uh-huh. But now I feel uh, now that I'm just getting like a bit older, like sleeping on my back has just become this thing that like I just sleep so much better. On yeah, my back for some reason <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I feel like I've had stages of 
just stages in my life when I've like I've watched like a horror movie. Yeah. Where it's just like, yep, not doing that anymore. This is freaking me <laughs> out. Do you know what I mean? We got to make sure all this is done. Yeah. You know that that stuff. So it's like like I hate clowns. I'm not the <clears throat> biggest fan of clowns. Um, the woods. The woods. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan. Of the woods. I think I'm in my woods stage right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I just I just can't. You know, <laughs> just not dealing. Not no. fucking with the woods. Not at all. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. So it's like why even why even invite the possibility? You know. Yeah. You know. I, I've I've seen all of the woods movies. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I just I can't do it. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Have you even seen the movie that was originally titled Into the Woods but turned out to be a Blair Witch Project remake by Adam Wingard? No. No. I haven't. It, most people didn't. Yeah. Because guess what? It turns out changing the title of your movie two <laughs> weeks before it comes out is a bad fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, no, I've not watched that movie. Yeah, no, me either. I actually forgot about it until just now. Yeah. All of that. And, uh, you know, my life was better. 30 seconds ago when I, I forgot there was a Blair Witch remake by Adam Wingard. I'll help I'll help you wash that away by saying one of the better Woods movies I've seen is The Witch. Oh, God, yeah. Which, mm. yeah, mm. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Significantly less good when it was remade into Hereditary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true. Again, yeah. Woods. Yeah. We're in Some the fucking woodsy woods. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Excited for Midsummer, But anyway, we're getting way off topic. We are. Um, <clears throat> So, so original you, Pet Cemetery, yeah, right. we and we Hannah and I watched it again over uh, this past October and okay. still really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I hadn't seen it in probably several years, um, but yeah, very familiar with the movie. And um, God, I still really, really had a good time with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I like that movie a lot. I mean, I'm sure I've got some nostalgia for it, but there are things about it that I like really, really do love. I mean, the blue velvet suit. That Gage wears at, at the, the end, end of the movie is costume change iconic. Yeah, <laughs> that so is, good. That is something. <clears throat> I mean, it's still to this day is like, damn, that is just a bold choice. Yeah, and so perfect. Um, I knew nothing going into Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. When I watched it, yeah, I didn't even look up a trailer. Nice. So I knew nothing going into it, other than there was a Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't know where it was going to go. Okay. <laughs> and I was immediately creeped out by where it went and kind of shocked that it went there. Yeah. You know? Uh, so <clears throat> so what I want to ask you is for the purposes of our conversation about the trailer to it is we're probably going to have to spoil at least the original. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously there's there's blatant elements of it in the trailer. Yeah, which so. I think the original is uh, 30 years old now, so yeah. I think the uh, statute of limitations <laughs> is up on spoilers for We're that good. one. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen that shit, that's on you, yeah, all right? Exactly. But, you know, fair warning. Um, um, so, yeah, the original Pet Cemetery. Is, and I guess the book is even older, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, the original Pet Cemetery is a family, you know, moves to, uh, what is it? Is it Maine? Maine, yeah. Maine, yeah, they move to Maine, and... Um, <clears throat> the Cod area. Husbands yeah. is a is a doctor, and uh, their their neighbor who lives across the road, uh, you know, um, takes them to a to a pet cemetery. This cemetery that's been set up by people, uh, where um, all basically like the pets that people have had that have been hit by trucks on this road that go down it very quickly. Uh, these animals have just been like hit, or you know, by you know random cars, and so they they put this cemetery together for for the pets, uh, and then. Um, uh, the cat, one of the their cat dies. Their cat gets hit by one of these these trucks or this car, and they bury the cat there. But then, like the cat comes back mm-hmm. to life, but it's a little, you know, it's different. It's fucked up. It's fucked <laughs> up. 
Um, <clears throat> and they get more. They never get like crazy into like the mythology of like the the yeah, cemetery like, too much. It's an ancient Indian burial ground. That's you it. Know? Yeah, you know. And so, um, and which is fine. You yeah, don't need, you don't yeah. need. Yeah. And so, um, so something happens where uh, Gage, they have a son and a daughter, the husband and the wife, and their son Gage uh, is uh, walks walks away and into the street and gets hit by a truck. Yeah. This little boy. He's basically kind of still like an infant. Yeah, he's like he's like three. Which is why I was <laughs> like, like shocked because yeah. I'm like, this is a fucking baby. Like yeah. you just killed a baby right mm-hmm. now. Um and so um so anyways the family's like really broken up and like the husband has the bright idea to go and bury the son in the pet cemetery yeah. and the son comes back to yeah. life. There's nothing like, uh, you know, intense grief to make you think straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so right, exactly. knowing this is a terrible idea, he's like, mm, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. And do this. Yeah. So, you know, the latter half of this movie is them. Uh, I don't want to say battling their son yeah. Gage, but being terrorized, being by, terrorized yeah. by him, you know, by their now like zombie child, basically. Right. Right. Um, and, and how they deal with that and stuff. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> so that's pretty much like the movie in a nutshell. I mean, there's a lot more emotion and, yeah. and, and you know, uh, skill to the movie well, that's made. There's also a really, really cool supernatural element uh, aside from that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's this. So like after the kid, you know, after Gage dies, um, the wife and daughter go like back to her parents, uh, like the, the wife's parents, uh, like home. Yeah. Um, like get out of town, you know, and, like, <coughs> need to like be with family and deal with Korea. And, you know, the dad is sort of like, I'm just I'm too fucked up. I need to just like stay here and just yeah, like yeah. alone time, deal with things. And so he's like sort of on his own or he is on his own, like when he brings Gage to this pet cemetery. And then so the um, the uh, his wife uh, starts getting visited by this ghost, this guy named Pascal. Yeah, that was like somebody that the her husband uh, had treated as a doctor, and he like died on the operating table or something. So he has this weird like connection to their family through death. Yeah, and he's able, and he basically kind of like guides her to like go back to you know the house because there's yeah. something really fucked up going on, and right, like right. she ends up saving the day, and you know all this type of stuff, but. That's always like that's that's the element of the movie that I like always forget about. Okay, and you know when I haven't watched it in a while, and then it always takes me by surprise again Mm because it's like it's such it's so unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it fits in with like you know you're like well if I'm willing to believe that like you bury these things then why couldn't a ghost talk to somebody you know? Yeah, right. And it's not even like they sit there. He like you'll see him in the scenes and stuff, but it's like, she is there kind of like confused. Like something's telling me, yeah, you know, this, it's not like they're just sitting there like six cents having a conversation. Right. Right. Um, you know, so it's more, yeah, just a visual way of conveying that. Like there is something actually telling her these things and pushing her in this direction, but mm-hmm. she's not fully conscious of it. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, and it, you know it's a really cool element to like add into this to like you know take that next lo- sort of like logical step with you know uh, with this whole supernatural element that we've added to the movie and yeah it's it's really cool because it's like even once the initial conceit of like this pet cemetery is done there's like it still has another kind of like trick up its sleeve right right you yeah. know with the supernatural element so that's always yeah I really like that element of the movie and um, you know it's something that. I'm very curious to see what, you know, how it gets handled in this new one. Because <clears throat> um, so far, for me in particular, uh, none of what they're doing in this new one works. Okay. And from what I've seen in the trailer, it's, 
It, if the best way I can sum up this trailer is it is just a grab bag of like contemporary horror tropes. Yeah. It's like we got kids and they're wearing animal masks. They're even creepy before they're dead. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they're all wearing animal masks and they're turning and looking at you and jump cuts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then we've got a fucking mangy cat that hisses in jump cuts. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, spirals uh, carved into the trees. Uh, we've got J horror stuff coming in now too. We've got the, uh, you know, massive fingers coming in through the window. Mm. Um, we've got the like bodily contortions, you know, happening. And it's just like, you guys just don't have a single fucking original idea in your heads. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you're not only, is this a remake of an adaptation of a book, Mm -hmm. but on top of it, like the things that you're adding to give it its own identity are all fucking stolen. Yeah. And like, not even... Not even stolen from like obscure or interesting places. Like these are all really prevalent, already completely overdone things. Yeah. Like, you know, there's this is all this shit has been done to death. And I don't know, somehow I guess they're banking on just throwing it all into one pot mm-hmm. will somehow make it feel fresh and new. But to me, it just seems like a giant, yeah, bag of dog shit. Um, I. <clears throat> I don't like the trailer because uh, I think the trailer's effective as a horror movie for our time, right? But in the way that, like, uh, Stephen King has... I don't think Stephen King has ever gone out of style, but, like, in terms of, like, made-for-TV movies or, like, movie adaptions, like, Mm -hmm. we're kind of, like, in this, like, renaissance again of, like, people wanting to make big-budget versions of his movies now so like yeah. you know it's kicked it off with yeah because it. it made 750 million dollars yeah. so, so yeah. you know so everybody's just like yeah we're gonna we're gonna do everything now and just give it you know the big you know the big bucks and stuff so um and i, I mean what i mean by effective for like a horror movie for our time is just that like it's it's a product of a machine mm-hmm. that is cranked out with not a lot of thought put behind it right yeah. and it's clear because of the hallmark moments uh, that you and I recapped right now about the original is the trailer yeah. to this new one. So um, that's what's really a bummer about this trailer is that it doesn't even try to go out of its way to um, <clears throat> uh, present images to you for a story that separate it from the original. Yeah, Even if it is narratively when you go to sit down and watch it, you know like a Gus Van Sant version of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of Pet Cemetery, yeah. shot for shot, <laughs> you know? Um, <coughs> but... Um, yeah, they're, they've made a couple very superficial changes, like yeah. now it's the daughter that dies instead the of the son. Yeah. Wow, what a different movie. <laughs> Holy shit, guys, yeah. you're just blowing me away with your inventiveness. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pascal's a black guy now. Yeah. Cool. I mean, Sweet. hey, fine. You know, that's I don't have a problem with that, but just as far as, like, what that means as far as, like, the level of, um, yeah, creativity going into how they're going to make this movie their own is, like, it seems like they just kind of swapped out a couple of things uh-huh. on a very superficial level. Yeah. And then everything else is just, yeah, like totally ripped off from uh, like just basically a, as you said, a machine like, okay, what's popular in horror movies now? Mm -hmm. You know, okay, let's just take those things and cram it into Stephen King because Stephen King's popular again as well. Um, You know, and it's just it's it's just nothing. You know, it's like I watch this trailer and it's like I almost like I forget it the second it's over. Yeah. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. Pet Cemetery trailer. (laughs) 
did I watch that? Oh, yeah, yeah I just watched it. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. I already forgot about it. Watching it the second time, uh, you know, I watched, the tr- I watched the second trailer before we started recording right now. I was thinking to myself, like, um, there's elements of the of the movie that, like, like I kind of wish they would have just made a, a different movie. Yeah. Which I, I guess <laughs> makes, makes sense. You could say that about anything to an extent. But, like, there were parts of it where I'm like, I feel like it would have been awesome to, like, see a trailer similar ish to this and and get a feeling of like wow i'm getting some like pet cemetery vibes from this Mm -hmm. but it's not pet cemetery sure do you know what i mean it's something about this family and something about these woods and something about a burial site that's not directly related to pet cemetery and i think that's that's something that's like you know like being in the room, being in like the writer's room or something or deciding to adapt things. It's just sort of like, I wonder if that conversation, I mean, obviously not, but I wonder if that conversation is ever had where it's just kind of like, you know, this one was made like so well, like why can't we just take some elements of from here and try and go in a completely different, you know, mm-hmm. direction with it and come up with a brand new original story that maybe is inspired by the book, but it's not like a shot for shot recreation of, particular scenes yeah you know even down to like that that scene in in the trailer where the like scalpel the scalpel and, yeah. and the achilles tendon it's just mm. like okay like, oh, we're doing it on a we're staircase doing it again, now instead know. of under the bed you know <clears throat> yeah like, it's 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 really really you know and even uh, you know honestly even the one the one thing that seemed to be the you know <laughs> potentially the one strength of this film was you know john lithgow being cast as uh judd judd Who's the neighbor that introduces the Creed family to the pet cemetery? Mm-hmm. Um, I love his accent in the first one. Yeah, see, so good. The, uh, like <laughs> as soon as the first trailer for this movie that came out, the second I heard Lithgow's voice, I was like, "Nope, yeah, it's not nope, Judd. That's not Judd. It's not like, Judd. Fuck the guy who did it." And he re- I don't, I can't remember his name. His um, name is a. Uh, it's it's a Robert Gwynn. Is I think it? it's something Ed like that. Gwynn. Yeah, but it's something. Uh, Gwynn. Hang on, I'm gonna look at it right now. Um, Because I want to get it right. But he fucking owns that role. Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Fred Gwynn. He has this perfect, like, just sort of, yeah, you know, bucolic, like, cadence to the way that he talks. And, like, yeah, this, like, well, see here, you know. uh, You know, this, like, mid-American, like, accent. It's almost, like, a little bit, like, caricature-ish, you know, of, like, you know, the way people spoke in, like, film noir movies and stuff. Like, oh, see here, see, you know. Right, yeah, that's (laughs) Um, true. There's, like, a little bit of that. But it's like tempered with just this right amount of like, yeah, just sort of, I don't know, homespun farmery, you know, kind of caricature uh, character. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's just it's this great blend and he just really pulls it off really well. He looks the part. He sounds the part. And it just it's so immediately like authentic. Right. You know, and <clears throat> believable. And like uh, Lithgow, it's like as soon as you see it, you're like, you're just you just Lithgow. <laughs> like you're not doing anything to be this character. You're yeah. just playing John Lithgow reading lines. I mean, and John Lithgow in this trailer, like just seemed uh, Fred Gwynn in the original movie when I watched him. Uh, and I think his like you're saying about his accent, it plays into it. It's just like I didn't know whether really or whether or not to like trust him, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he's a very like large looming man. Like yeah. he has a very big you yes, know, figure. Does, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and uh, he's not necessarily like hapless, but like 
I, I don't know if he's like on the side of the family for a little bit of that first movie when mm-hmm. I was watching it, you know, until we kind of get into the meat. It's just like, oh, yeah, you are. You know, there's like a flashback scene of, of his experience with the pet cemetery. Yeah, that's and, right. And a yeah. pet of his, you know, a, a dog. And so uh, but in, in, in this doesn't one, go well. Doesn't go yeah, well. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> spoiler. Doesn't, doesn't go doesn't, doesn't go, go well. well. Um, but yeah, even for this trailer, there's not even a sense of like Lithgow being like a you know someone who maybe might not be a friend either. Mm-hmm. You know, just somebody just like that creepy old guy that lives over there that you know yeah. sp- spins these stories and like we don't believe him, but like then ends up then when you watch it ends up being you know an ally yeah to the family and stuff but yeah um, fred gwynn like he like spoke from the jowls yeah it was like his voice came <laughs> yeah. emanated straight from his you know <coughs> uh substantial jowls yeah <laughs> and that, that it just it gave it like this perfect level of of just yeah and exa- everything you're saying is just mm-hmm. like you hear like one word out of his mouth yeah and you feel everything that both of i both of us have said right you know like that's how much he just commands this role mm-hmm. and is just perfect for it. Yeah. And, you know, this felt, you know, Lithgow feels much more like a, we need a name attached rather than like, this is the best piece of casting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's also, again, just feeds into everything we've been saying about this is, this movie is the product of a machine yeah, spitting out, you know, what has, you know, statistically the highest chance of making money for us. Right. And this is it. Yeah. And, you know, that's fucking sad for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, again, even this piece of casting, which on the surface or initially when you heard it, is like, oh, cool, Lithgow, he's a great actor. And yeah. he is. He's amazing. He's really incredible. But I think... I think he knew also what yeah. movie this was, you know, and yeah. and most great actors, it's like you know they, you know, they show up for the movie that's being made. Yeah, right. if it's a great movie, you get a great performance. If yeah. it's you know a fucking machine made, you know, if it's a manufactured just profit maker, mm-hmm. you know, purely for commerce and nothing to do with art whatsoever. Yeah, then you know that's what they give you. They give you the hey, you know, here's a performance that like is fine and just people will be able to watch and go oh yeah lithgow he was good yeah right it's like no but he wasn't great you know um did you watch uh uh gerald's game on netflix i did yeah the mike flanagan the mike flanagan yeah and because that's a stephen king novella or is it a a, i think it's a full book full book yeah i've read that book also okay um long time ago yeah but um i wasn't crazy about it i thought there the uh the escape yeah was really well done really really i mean that was like uncomfortable i don't uh, want to spoil that for anyone yeah no, but no, no no i li- i um i would might have been ep- editing an episode while jeremy was watching it mm-hmm. uh and all i heard from the other room was oh oh yeah oh like he was audibly screaming yeah no that was i was watching it by myself and <laughs> yeah. i was kind of like <laughs> just you know like cringing a little bit like yeah. okay okay yeah no this is cool i'm fine with my body I'm, um you know so i'm I'm bringing but, I'm bringing up that movie because there's a uh, I've I've never read any Stephen King books before, mm-hmm. okay, and but I know the popular names, yeah, and so uh, <clears throat> so I'm obviously looking at this this trailer based on just you know the Mary Lambert movie and like what we have like now for sure, the trailer, yeah. right? But I'm also thinking about how how they're how Mike Flanagan he also just finished that uh, an adaption of Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, another the Stephen King sequel to The Shining. The sequel to The yep. Shining, um, and so I feel like there's this like sect of uh, 
um, Stephen King like novels and novellas that have not been produced on a on a TV or film level that he seems to gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering why, like, instead of like a pet cemetery, like why other people are not doing that as well. Like right. bigger studios are just being like, yo, Pet Cemetery's good. Yeah. It's a, I don't know when's the last time you watched it. Right. But it's on <laughs> Shutter and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Watch it and it's good. And it's just the name recognition. It it's is. Like, it you is. know, people know these ones. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Stephen King, he's one of them, in addition to being a great writer, he's yeah. one of the most prolific writers that's oh, ever sure. existed. He has his live, like, total catalog of things he's written is <laughs> fi- will, like, blow your mind if yeah, you look right. it up. <laughs> and, and on top of to your point, like, you probably haven't heard of two thirds of them. Oh yeah, I know. You I know because yeah. yeah, like you know, there's there's so much output, but it's like the same ones keep getting made. You know, it's mm-hmm. like people talk about what The Shining, Cujo, Pet Cemetery, and It, yeah, and The Stand as like a famously, you know, they did the TV miniseries, but that's like you right. know, famously like kind of unfilmable uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> in a way. Uh, some people really like the miniseries and stuff anyway, but yeah, you oh, know, those wasn't, are wasn't Dark Tower one? Dark Tower, right? Dark yeah. Tower, yeah, that didn't work out so well from what i hear nope yeah i didn't bother <laughs> yeah uh, and those books are great that's what i've heard really like those yeah. books a lot yeah but um the movie just... is a smooth 90 minutes bro <laughs> let me tell you i get the feeling you're using the word smooth there like smooth jazz yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's a derogatory term it's a smooth it's... 90 minutes i walked out of that <laughs> i walked out of that movie wishing i could have gotten um three uh lord of the rings extended cuts and then three extended hobbit cuts mm-hmm. out of that out of yeah like that's how like watching dark tower after i got out of it i was like man dude there's just so much here and i really wish yeah those, i would have seen it you know what I those mean? are I big know. books no yeah, yeah you yeah. know yeah those are not yeah those are not smooth 90 yeah. minute books <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um so yeah, no, that's you know that's a that's a bummer because I know also that was one that like Ron Howard had been trying for years and years and years to yeah. get off the ground and he finally did and it was just like yeah dog shit was, but yeah um, but yeah so anyway it's you know you really you kind of just hear Carrie of course yeah oh you yeah know, Carrie um, Carrie's you know, another one another and that's also been remade semi recently uh, mm-hmm. for no reason but uh, misery. I guess, you know, and even with all these, we keep adding on the pile. This is like not even Shawshank scratching the surface. <laughs> we're, like, yeah. we're like leaving horror now and going yeah, into uh, like... Stand By Me also. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Stand I, By Me. If I remember right, Shawshank and Stand By Me are both... Those are both short stories. <clears throat> okay. From oh, the yes. same collection, I believe, uh, Four Past Midnight, okay. I think was the, the name of that collection of shorts <laughs> that both of those were adapted from. Um, but anyway, even continuing to list these out, this yes. is like a, a small fraction of his entire output right, as right. a writer. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't think the other stuff that he's written, at least the things that I've read, you know, outside of those are are any, you know, are inferior in any way. No. Uh There's still a lot of really great. Sure, he's had a few turds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I know after he had, uh, uh, he was in a really bad accident several Mm -hmm. years ago. And, uh, you know, I think from what I've heard, some of his output since then hasn't been, you know, quite as good. Yeah. He seems to have become more of just like a pop culture aficionado ever since then. Um, it was funny. I remember reading an interview with him that he was. Um, he said he was in the hospital after this accident, and um, Titanic was on TV, and he started crying at the end of it. And he was like, "That's when I knew I had suffered permanent brain damage." <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Yeah, it was really funny. It's good. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of great King out there that, yeah, hasn't really been done to death like this. That it, was, yeah. it is cool that Flanagan, you know, I give Flanagan credit for, again, you know, Gerald's game, there were things about it I didn't, I didn't like the, 
you know, the stage play okay. Uh, okay. sort of direction that they went with it. All right. Because that is, you know, that is one of those books that it's like, how right. would you film how would this? You do it? you know, it's literally, she's just handcuffed to a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just all <laughs> mostly in her head, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so, you know, going, like, I get it. That was probably the best route you could have gone with it. Yeah. But again, it's one of those like maybe it just didn't fucking need to be a movie, you know? Maybe it was just fine being a great book. Okay, yeah. is that enough for fucking people? Yeah, Can it just be an excellent book. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> but you know, then the end when yeah, um, I did like you know the escape and then the final you know the way they handled that final reveal <laughs> about the the moon face killer. Yeah, uh, it, like, I thought it was really neat. Just kind of like yeah. that. That was like the creepiest part of the whole thing. It was where like when you found that out and you're just like oh. Ooh, yeah, yeah right yeah um so so yeah you know there were, i thought he you know he stuck the landing right but okay the routine was lackluster you know in in my to put it in you know poetic, olympic dude. gymnast Jesus. terms yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so so yeah that you know that's it. and i'll be interested to see what he did with doctor does with doctor sleep because i still haven't seen uh, haunting of hill house oh okay uh, his series on it it's on my queue i want to watch yeah, yeah, it yeah. You know, i'm very interested to check it mm-hmm. out um but uh you know it seems like haunting of hill house was like where he really because i i saw his other like i saw oculus uh, i never saw was, that was flanning it really did not care for that one yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah. um and i think i saw one of his other movies that i was just like what is what is everyone talking about this yeah. is just nothing special right uh and then you know uh it seemed like haunting of hill house was where he like buckled down and was like all right for 10 hours i'm gonna force myself to get good at this yeah <laughs> Because I mean, even I, everybody who's liked Hill House even told me like first two three episodes are kind of yeah like, okay it's yeah 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 good not great and then it like fucking takes off mm-hmm. um so yeah so you know the the fact that he he went through this crash course in a way yeah with Hill House <laughs> is like okay maybe with Doctor Sleep he's really got something to to you know bring to the table here yeah yeah um so that'll be really interesting you know to see I'm I'm at least curious you know to to check it out I but. feel like with him I can't remember what I had seen before Gerald's game of his but I don't know I, I feel like it's definitely I've I've seen like the posters to his other movies and the trailers to them and I. I I haven't watched them, but I have been just very uninterested in yeah. seeing them because it just did, I was just kind of like, okay, I know what this is. Um, but pretty bland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like pretty much. I mean, not in like a shitty way because I, I really like him as as a writer director, and yeah. I, I look forward to what he's doing, and I want to watch what he's doing. But those early trailers of his work just were like like Pet Cemetery to me right now. Yeah, it's just sort of like cool jump cuts, creepy kids. <laughs> right. This is it. We're 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 just hitting the hallmarks here, which is great. But I just feel like him as a him as like a filmmaker from like Gerald's game to watching Hill House. It's just sort of like, or uh, yeah, Haunting of Hill is, um, I feel like there's a na- uh, really nice like <clears throat> progression towards like getting better at like filmmaking. Yeah. Or like the frame, what I fill the frame with, the pacing of stuff. You know, it's not just all the same like, we're going to drag everything out because I'm trying to be artful. It's like, yeah. no, this is what the story needs. Yeah, it's not visual storytelling <laughs> yes, now. You know, let's, no. do, let's do some of that. Yeah, <laughs> like everything is not going to be a jump cut. But when I do it, like there's a reason why. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um, I really liked Gerald's Game, not having read the book. Do you know what I mean? I just, I liked uh the, you know, I liked the routine. Yeah. And, you know, I also thought that the landing was uh horrific but also really weird but weird in a way where i was just like having not read a 
King novel before, I was like, I kind of like this. Yeah. I like that it went this fucking weird. I like that this is it. And I feel like uh, as a result of Pet Cemetery, and I think we've talked about this before, like there are not a lot of people that give like the audience credit enough to mm-hmm. like go that weird and go along with it. Yeah. You know, like their level of weird is like, we buried a kid and it's back. It's like, yeah, there are now like 10 seasons of the walking dead. I think we're good. <laughs> right. People know <laughs> what happens with that shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you're not pushing it any further, you know, in that, in that zombie, you know, area. Yeah. We've seen people deliver a headshot to a six year old <laughs> yeah, at right. this point. Like, you know, it's on fucking, it's on basic cable now. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so I was looking up trivia to this movie. So um, it'll be so real. One last thing. Oh I'll yeah, flag go ahead. Because you know what I what I did appreciate about Gerald's game ultimately though was that it you know it was really faithful. Okay. To the source material. All right. And um and I knew you know that's always famously been uh, uh, King's you know uh, issue with The Shining uh-huh. is like you know oh, Kubrick yeah. just changed too much about it. You right, know, right. so he yeah, I think I think he's referred to it several times as like a beautifully restored Cadillac with no engine in it. Cool. Um, because he just thinks the character arcs aren't there. It's yeah. like you know, Jack is just crazy from the start. He doesn't go crazy. He's mm-hmm. just insane. Yeah, and you know that. Uh, you know, it's it's just missing those real character elements that really you know give gravity and stakes to the you know the narrative drive. Right. Um. So you know, I could see his point again. You know, I can understand. Of course, he's the creator of the original. He can have whatever fucking opinion he wants about right, Kubrick. Right. You know, yeah. it's like it's, that was his book. Yeah. So, you know, but Kubrick famously, you know, Kubrick did Kubrick. He's he's doing his own thing. Um, so you know, given that, you know, Doctor Sleep is a sequel to The Shining, and mm-hmm. that Flanagan seems to be much more like I'm treating this as like you know this is this is sacred clay. You know this right. this book. Yeah. Um, that seems to be more his approach. I'm, I'll be really curious to see what the conversation is and the marketing for this movie, where it's like oh. marketing it as a sequel to The Shining, but not Kubrick's The Shining, because that's a totally fucking different thing. Right, right. You know, like, how do you kind of surmount that? That's and, true. You know, it's going to be like the sequel to Stephen King's novel, The Shining. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, so that'll be interesting, but you know, I'm I'm curious to see, and I've never read Doctor Sleep. Me neither. Yeah. Um, so I have no no idea, you yeah. know. And I I don't think I've ever read Pet Cemetery actually. Okay. So I don't know, even if the original movie is really that faithful, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like obviously you know the Pet Cemetery itself mm-hmm. obviously is is consistent, and yeah. the cat and the trucks, <laughs> right? You know, and Pascal now it seems is in both. They don't mention Pascal directly in the trailer for this new Pet Cemetery, but we're led to believe like they, yeah. There's yeah. you see that black dude in the hospital that yeah. says like the barrier has been broken, right. and then when I looked on IMDb, <clears throat> that actor is listed as uh, Victor Pascal. Or okay, so gotcha. So it is him, but they they kind of are leaving that out, which is cool. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Whatever they do with that element. Like I was saying about the original, that even now, having seen the movie a hundred times, yeah, I still when I watch it, I'm like, oh right, I forgot that there's like a ghost story in here too, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so I'm guessing they're probably hopefully leaving that as like a side thing, but again, I hope they don't make that like a because uh, in the original, the Mary Lambert one, mm-hmm. Pascal has this big wound on his head, so yes. it's like you know some you know, and he's they have you know, it's pretty dated, you know, yeah, from '89, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like you know he's ghosty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, that's Hannah and I both were like, I'd be, when that 4K disc comes out in a couple of weeks of the original, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, I'm really curious to see what that's going to look like. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll be, I, I'm, I'm just kind of hoping that in this new one they don't do like a sixth sense thing, 
where it's like you don't know he's a ghost and you know because they didn't at least in the trailer he doesn't have this giant like you know obvious like wound yeah you know on his head doesn't have a hole in his head yeah and you know he's very also in the shot in the trailer he's very clearly fully materialized he is corporeal you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um also you know we've seen things though in previous trailers where they make a little change to the shot in the trailer Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, may- they just use the original footage instead of the, you know, visually effects, visual effects laden footage. Right. You know, to make it seem like he's a real person. But then when you go see the movie, it's he is going to be a ghost. You know, oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. So, you know, it's it can be misleading like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's just to preserve like this sort of ghost story element for people who aren't familiar with this movie, then like that might be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but again, just everything else that I've seen. <laughs> Leads me to believe that they're just going to do like the dumbest, shittiest possible thing with it, which yeah. is like, hey, we haven't ripped off M Night Shyamalan. Let's throw a Sixth Sense thing in here now. Yeah, everybody, too, come on, know? let's let's start remaking like Shyamalan stuff. <laughs> no, like The Happening. <laughs> Remake that entire movie, but don't change anything except the fact that there's actually wine in the glass. It's happening again. That's <laughs> that's my first shot when I direct that movie. Just let's wine. Let's turn this incident into a happening. <laughs> It's oh, so which shit. isn't that today? It goes on Shutter. What? Littlest Reich? I think it this does. Is, yeah, yeah. Sorry, this incident turns into. Oh a hat, yes, you know? that's right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry for any of that was. Yeah. Yes. That was. There were like three leaps in that joke, but yeah. Um, anybody who has a Shutter subscription, uh, Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich <laughs> is now on Shutter, and just just watch it. Just do it. <laughs> just fucking just watch. do it. <laughs> so much fun. When uh, when Jeremy comes back, I'm gonna have to sit him down and be like, "All right, we're watching this. <laughs> Just put your shit away and soak this in." <laughs> really love that movie. Um, I was looking up the trivia to this because uh, I don't care about spoilers for this movie. So there's one warning spoilers on here, and it says the evil force in the Pet Cemetery novel is the Wendigo, a Native American oh, Indian demon that haunts the land and influences the hearts of men. Oh, really? I did not know that. I did not at know all. that either. I guess that's, yeah, they kind of, you know, in the original Mary Lambert one, they go as far as the Indian burial ground, yes. but they don't go beyond that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe they do a little bit when like they first smidge. go there. Just saying, like, the, you know, they believe that, like, you know, their warriors, yeah. like the spirits of all their, like, <coughs> dead warriors have, like, you know, lingered here mm-hmm. or something. So they kind of hint at it, I guess. But, yeah, I'd never heard the term Wendigo mm-hmm. um, actually applied to that. Uh, to that book, yeah. um, or to you know, in all in any of its forms. But again, I, as I said, I've never actually read the book. But that's right, cool right. that I actually attached it to an existing like supernatural, mm-hmm. uh, you know, belief that you know the Native Americans have. That's, yeah, yeah. So I feel like based off this trailer that we might actually see the Wendigo. Oh yeah, because there's that shot where they're both like on that hill or whatever, or they're walking maybe to the burial ground. Yeah, and like they both look up and it. It's like a shot out of like Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, where you hear the trees crunching. Fuck yeah, that would be really Ooh, inadvisable, dude. <laughs> That's not what this movie should be about <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like, what makes it good is the fact that it's like it's your fucking four year old kid. Yeah, is the monster, yeah, you know, exactly, and like you got to yeah. deal with that. It's yeah, like yeah. yeah, if it's just this big Wendigo, it's like well we got to fucking stop that, you know. Got to stop this monster now. Yeah, this old Indian monster. Yeah. Um, I get the feeling from the tra- the trailer gives me the feeling when um, the Pascal character mm-hmm. um, says like the barrier is broken. Yeah, I feel like it's more than just the daughter that's coming back. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. Makes it seem like I get yeah. the feeling that like here's what I get from the trailer. Aside from it being you know the highlights of the best surprise moments in Pet Cemetery the original mm-hmm. are that the kids with the masks are ghosts that are in this movie. Yeah, walking around. They're you know they're they're gone and passed or whatever and that as soon as and it hasn't happened for a while maybe like that something hasn't been buried there or whatever but that you know the father buries the cat obviously the Mm -hmm. cat gets buried and then buries the daughter after she's dead and that this is what breaks open the barrier but i feel like it's uh these other all these other kids that come back to terrorize the family they kind of made they definitely seem to be hinting at that a bit yeah and then even the weird like contorted monster thing well that's uh, towards the, the end since her sister yeah i was gonna say it looks yeah, right. like like an adult or something yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah 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 well that's from that's it wasn't it in the original movie that her sister had some sort of like disease the wife yeah 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 right 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 and so that's like their version of of that of that uh, right yeah, yeah. yeah right she didn't she had that she had seems some sort like of condition. very supernatural in, no it did yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like you know maybe this force is now inhabiting because you know because that's a famous you know we were talking about the other day like oh you know people who have like some sort of mental disability or something (laughs) like that are just like when evil comes in they're like cool this is what i've been waiting for yeah now i could finally assume my final form (laughs) yeah you know so you know i wonder if they'll throw in some of course they're going to throw in some cheap shit like that what am i talking about yes definitely that's what happens the sister's got issues and then pet cemetery wendigo dorian it's happening it's going down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's right i forgot about the sister too though in the uh in the original in the original that's right yeah 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 because that's that's like kind of a freaky scene it too, is yeah they actually in the documentary they talked about how uh mary lambert like auditioned a bunch of women and they just couldn't she couldn't yeah. find the right one and so it's actually a a man in, uh, in, oh no shit! And that's that's in drag that plays the sister because mm-hmm. she just well, and that was all a flashback in the original. That was it like was. when she was yes. younger. Yeah, yes. this this at least they made it. You know, who knows? It could just be the way they're cutting it. Oh, this looks like part of the it current. It looks narrative. like it's like current. Right. You know, now we've got mm-hmm. this thing coming after us. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's a really good. That's like how to do a like a flashback right. You know, yeah, it's like that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like a serviceable movie. Like it looks like a. Like it looks like a good movie. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? But you know, w- we have more of just a background of like knowing what that original is. You know, you of course having read more Stephen King than I have, and plus we watch a lot of better horror movies. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so there's a there's a a little bit of a higher template. But like for the person for like us, like do you think that like there could be a more better like Pet Cemetery like trailer with the existing existing like footage that we have right right now because i think that's you know since we're talking about the trailer like the trailer is the thing that's supposed to like sell you know you and me the movie Mm -hmm. but like the trailer doesn't seem to take into account that like you know we've seen the original like let's say for shits and giggles we've read the book so we've already had two iterations of this yeah and you're still giving me the same old thing right at least in in visuals you know so it's like I don't know. Like, I don't know how this ends up. I don't know how, you know, yeah. I guess this goes into marketing, like how you market totally something to, you know. I mean, it would have been, you know, going the like, you know, greatest hits route, I think was probably like the worst idea they could have had for how to put together a trailer. Yeah. 
Um, because all it all, yeah, well, it, uh, all it does though is just invite comparisons to the original. You know, that's, that's true. Because yeah, it's that's, all you're doing. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. remember that scene from the original? Look how we're doing it. Yeah. It's like again, it's there is nothing about this that is in any way trying to create a new identity for this movie. Right. And you know, I think going about this route, it like just deepened that mm-hmm. gulf even more for me. Where it was just like, okay, so you're just like. Hey, look, we have a more extreme version of the thing you saw last time. It was like, yeah, but last time it was like done well. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it actually was more effective, even if it wasn't like, you know, didn't have a bucket of blood behind it right, you know, or right. whatever. Or like, you know, some really expensive like camera rig that was used, um, you know, and all this type of shit. It's like, it, it would have been more interesting if they went. Um, I would have preferred actually if this trailer was like a lot more of a slow burn and like Mm -hmm. had like if the trailer ended with like the daughter coming back okay you know that would have been like way more interesting to me just as far as like being its own trailer like that scene with her going yeah Yeah. or something like that or just even like you know a knock on the door and Mm -hmm. we just see these like dirty little feet outside and then just like cut to black or whatever you know something much more like that that just played up like the you know plays up the the character and like gravity of this situation that like, you know, you're going through this grief because your child died in this horrible accident that you're at least partially feeling responsible for because you moved your family to this place where there's this insane danger right in front of your house, you know, which is this truck, you know, this road with these trucks on it, these blind, you know, these woods that make it a completely blind road. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, you try to bring her back. She comes back as something just awful. And then now you've got to deal with, like, now having to actually murder your own daughter. Right. You know, like, that's that's the power of this story, yeah. you know. And playing to that element rather than just playing to, like, look how we did the thing you remember from the old movie. Yeah. Would have been a much, much better way of going about, you know, making a compelling trailer, mm-hmm. uh, at least as far as I'm concerned. I would have tried to... Um I would have tried to. Uh, I I do like the the one element I do like of the trailer is um, uh, the kids with the masks on don't don't really bug me at all. Um, I do like that element. That's probably the one element of the trailer to me that's mysterious and that I'm like uh, kind of interested in. Um, <clears throat> but I would have kept the uh, the beat that they do with the drums yeah like through the trailer that was in the first trailer they did that yeah the first trailer and they do it like a little bit in the beginning of this one but then they cut straight to like jump cut yeah you know um but i would have kept that beat going all the way through and Mm -hmm. like like ramp it up a little bit as as it goes through the trailer but almost kind of do it like uh um as best a version with the footage that we do have of like the um single man trailer uh, the Tom Ford oh, yeah, movie, yeah. where there's just the ticking, mm. and it's just images. That's all you're seeing. I'm just thinking about Colin Firth's I hair <laughs> right now. Oh man, <laughs> fuck! God damn. I would just, I would, I would do it like that, and I would strip all the dialogue away from, away from that, and end it, end it how you would want to end it with the daughter, and just her saying "Daddy." That would be the only mm. line of dialogue, right? Yeah. But I, I think that's what, um, I think there is no, you know, like. Uh, mystery in the trailer other than that because like uh, the entire trailer demystifies the movie for you you get what the pet cemetery is you know John Lithgow tells you that something's weird things Mm -hmm. get buried there and they come back weird it's like okay you're telling me the entire story there is no mystery here whatsoever like and I mean I would have I would 
attempt to make a more art house version of it where it is those kids, yeah. you know, beating the drums and then maybe the scene of her, you know, running into the street for the cat getting hit, you know, or maybe just start it with the funeral. Yeah. You know, right, like a kid yeah. dies, like start it with the trauma, start it with the most human thing that we're supposed to anchor the audience in when you see a movie, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right. and then take it from there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that's how I would re- recut it or whatever. Take the, all the dialogue out. Yeah. No, I mean, again, that would immediately be a much more compelling trailer. And, uh, you know, push yourself to use the to tell the story through your images. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Imagine that. Hey, I don't know, Dorian. Wait, I don't know if mo- you can do that, dude. But. Wait, a movie? <laughs> A movie doing doing that? Uh, no okay. way! Come on. <clears throat> um, uh, last thing I want to mention yeah. is uh, the tagline has always bothered me. Sometimes dead is better. A hundred percent of the time, dead is better. Like there's no sometimes. Every single time people have done this, it's turned out fucking poorly for everyone. <laughs> so like, always dead is better. Always dead. Always. Is better. Yes. All the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why there's this equivocating, especially with Judd, mm-hmm. who already is like, yeah, I brought my dog back and it <laughs> fucking murderer. And then he's like, oh, but let me show you. Maybe it'll be better for you. And yeah. it's like, wh- why? Yeah. You know, that alone was always like kind of a weird. In the original? Even in the original. A little yeah, bit. It's yeah, just yeah, sort yeah. of like, why Why would you? Do- like, I get it. You want to help your neighbors uh-huh. out, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is. <laughs> You know, you already know how wrong this goes. You right. Know? Yeah. Like it's and now and they've got kids like you were at least just like, uh, you know, on your own or whatever, like trying to bring your dog back. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I think if I remember right in the you know, he's like he was still young when he did it. He was, yeah, like, I was third, a little boy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But, <clears throat> you know, this is like a family with kids and stuff. And you're just going like, well, you know, maybe the cat will try to murder all of you. But we're not sure. We're not sure. Yeah. You know, and it's like, just don't. Just don't, you know, <laughs> dead is better. Yeah. Not sometimes dead. Dead is just better. Just period. If it's dead, it's dead. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I don't I, I hate the sometimes in there. I don't I don't know where that comes from. If, the, if that's going to be true, you have to show me one instance where dead wasn't better. Because so far, that's a zero instance scenario mm-hmm. of dead. Be, not being dead, being better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So. But sometimes dead is better. It's always better. It's always better. It's always better. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> if it died, just leave it dead. Someone uh, needs to put like your thought process into a horror movie. Because it would completely like... <laughs> it would be the least scary thing it ever. It would be, <laughs> but like probably the most entertaining. Because, yeah. you know... Like, well, no, it would just be over in five minutes. It would be like those Google ads that they were running during the Academy Awards. Oh, yes. You know, where it was just like... <laughs> You know, Janet Lee looking up the Bates Motel on Yelp and getting seeing a one star review and be like, Well, I'm not fucking staying there. Yeah, you know, right. Movie's it's over. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that would like be my straight <laughs> horror movie. It would suck. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh all right. Well, this movie comes out April fifth. Yep. Um yep. I, I I would say for myself that uh and also for you that we're big fans of horror. Yeah. Right. Um you know, I don't think I'm going to see this movie in theaters. No. Uh, I'll probably watch it when it comes out, it's, uh, like to rent or something. You it know? sounds like a moment of weakness kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like oh, shit, Pet Cemetery, come on. I it's Saturday. I'll... I'm hungover. I'm not trying to think all that hard. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just, you know, I like to hate watch things sometimes, too. Yeah. Like stuff I know I'm just going to despise. Like, mm-hmm. 
Um, so every once in a while, you got to just you got to fuel that shit. But you know, there's so much as people, as all of our longtime listeners know, there's so much I hate out there that I, usually I don't need to like willingly put those things in front of myself. Probably they're everything just, you watch is they're just watch. there. <laughs> no, I, I watched a musical yesterday I that I liked. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I won't be seeing this in the theater. Yeah. Um. I you know. Um. But like yeah, I'll probably watch it when it comes out, just to check it out because I have to check out everything. Yeah. I'm just making a choice not to. Yeah. Drive to the theater. Right. Exactly. And for this one. you know, I do the you know the compare and contrast thing like what we're doing with the trailer right here. It's yeah. Like it is interesting to take that to you know once you get the final piece to right. actually you know be able. But again, I'm not gonna like. Yeah, go pay for parking, <clears throat> pay full price for a movie ticket, buy concessions, all that shit for this fucking thing. It's no. like, no, when this is like a 99 cent rental, you know, <laughs> yes. like that's when it gets watched. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I get excited. That's what it's worth for me. Yeah. Is a no, 99 no. cent rental. I agree. I agree. And, I agree. and that's being, and that might be too kind, to be honest. Well, that's, that's pretty kind. Yeah. That's all right. You know? Hey, Peppermint already hit 99 cents and I didn't rent it. Yeah, so no, it's, my, a, it's that's a that's a you I have to somehow profit from watching this to turn <laughs> that movie on. Like if the studio is like we will give you a five dollar credit like if you watch this piece of shit we made, I'll yeah. be like maybe. If you were offered peppermint What's that credit good for? If you were offered peppermint <laughs> two, would you watch peppermint one? No, I'd rather just start just from scratch, like knowing yeah. nothing about it. Just be like, no, I heard everything about that was awful, so let's just not even go there. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I'll direct Peppermint Two based on what I think, based on what little I know from having never seen the movie <laughs> Peppermint to be. Yeah, that's my standpoint. Sweet. Yeah. Well, so. uh, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't go see this, or do I? Don't really care. Uh, it's probably going to make gobs of money. So Dorian says, don't go see it. Yeah. I say, if you're interested, go see it, but also like watch the original yeah, as well. If like, you're interested, watch the original. Do your homework. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah. Hey, I, nothing but support for horror movies. This one clearly is just not up our alley. Yeah. No. But, you know, it's got a cat in it, so probably guaranteed at least 300 million domestic. For sure. Yeah. So. And a murderous one at that. Yeah. I really hope the cat kills somebody. That'd be great. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So That'd be cool. Cats are, you know, cats are ornery yeah. piece of shit in the first one. It doesn't really do a whole it doesn't. lot. You know, it scratches at you and it's like, yeah. you know, won't let you play with it uh, and stuff. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, sure. The uh, rebooted church. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the cat is church. Church. Um, rebooted church looks like, a, you know, just a, hey, let's make a mangy. Mangy. Yeah. You might, you know, if he gets to like chomp on a throat for a second or something, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, I would love a church kill count. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, or like, uh, or you know, like John Lithgow gets like his uh, Achilles cut. Yeah. And falls down the stairs, and he's all like, you know, fucked up Fuck. and like can't move, but he's not dead, and his tongue is just like hanging out, and then church comes over and just starts like eating his tongue. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. Uh, I'd like that. Or maybe an eyeball or something. Something, something yeah. on the face. Yeah. Yeah. Just take it off. But yeah, he's still conscious while yeah. the cat starts eating him is the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that might, that might you know, endear me to this movie. At least a little bit. Yeah. Maybe just a little bit. Well, but. Maybe he starts eating his Achilles tendon. Oh, that'd be sweet. Just tearing at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've also, um, uh, I've heard that 
when the Achilles tendon is cut, uh-huh. it makes an incredibly loud noise because it's a really, really tense tendon. It's like a snap. So yeah, it's like, uh, like a rubber band. Apparently, it's like it's really intense when that gets cut. So Ugh. if they when they cut, if they actually <laughs> add that. I would enjoy that because in the original, it's just, you know, it's just a slice. straight up just like a slice. But yeah, but no, apparently cutting the Achilles tendon is like a really, really Ooh. violently disturbing yeah. thing. <laughs> all right, let's stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Thanks again. Deuces. Bye.